welcome. So hi, welcome. good to be here with you, Jesse. So just starting off uh, this podcast, just tell us a little bit more about yourself, like who you are. Yes. So I'm. My name's Nina. I'm born and raised in Lancaster City. I love my city. Um, I love Jesus. And what do I do? I do any. I, a lot. I do a lot. I try to do whatever God wants me to do. To to, yeah, whatever God wants me to do. Um, I. I just. I just love Jesus and everything I do. I just wanted to come out of love for Jesus. Um, I'm a daughter to wonderful parents. Um, I love them. They have, my father's a pastor. So um, through um, being raised in a Christian home um, most of my life, like it's just rooted me in ways that I look back now. I didn't know then, but I look back now and I'm like, Thank you, God, for godly parents um, and for just establishing my faith so early um, in my life, even though, yeah, even though I had, you know, my moments yeah. in my teens going crazy. But, um, yeah, I'm thankful for, for my parents. And um, my grandfather is my favorite person in the world. He's 82 years old. He lives with me, and and I just love him so much. So, I'm involved. I'm very much involved in my local church. I love the church. I love the church, and I love my church. And that's where I met you. Yes. That's yes. Where we met. That's where we met. <laughs> um, and yeah, you play a really special one in our life. Um, our life. I say, well, my wife and I. Um, you were yeah. there for the delivery of our baby. I know. And uh, you, you were just like singing worship songs um in the delivery room and that was that for me that was a a very special moment <laughs> like I'm tearing up about. but um oh, yeah yes. it was just great it was really special and um just having your presence there and you know your voice and everything um in mm-hmm. the room uh creating that atmosphere and then it was even awesome for every baby every um, baby after i will be there if you let yeah. me but it was even awesome because like while we were there and you were singing like some of the nurses came into the room and they started singing like the worship songs along with us and they knew them and they're like, Oh, we love this. Like, this is so awesome. Like we get to do this. Like it's part of our job. So, um, That's like, cool. yeah, like worship is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, um, you can worship at any moment, any place, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, um, it's, it's really a hard attitude and, mm-hmm. um, it was great. It was a great experience. So, uh, we talked about that and, you know, I think one of the main ways that, people know worship or love worship is through songs. So like, um, I know you call them heart songs. So <laughs> like right now, is there like uh, a heart song, like, you know, in the season that is just like one that. Yeah. Sales. Pat Barrett. And, uh, heard this one. Oh, it's so good. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it just, it's, it's a heart song. Mm-hmm. Um, listening. I'm big on like words and lyrics and, and how, um, think that words are powerful like God creates with word we see um, in scripture and so I think words can create um, words have 
just a way of creating and tearing down and and cultivating and um I love the way so when I listen for a worship song or when there's something that I call a heart song that has captured my my heart I'm listening for the words it's more than just, and it can be so simple like it doesn't have to be this great you know four part whatever or three part anything it's just it it's the words that capture the heart um, and it can just be, you can sing it on one or two chords the whole way through, but man, if it's, um, it's the words and, and what the way the words like just affect the heart, the spirit, the soul. Um, that's, that's what I listen for. That's what makes a heart song for me. So sales by Pat Barrett and, um, Amanda Cook and Stephanie Gretzinger Fizzle is, are on it as well. So is there like a, like you mentioned the words, like what words in that song stand out to you? Oh man, catch it from the beginning. Like, um, it's I won't sing it, but um, <laughs> it just starts out with the word saying, um, "Falling is easy, but staying in love is hard. Hard to be honest and and keep our hearts open and be who we truly are." And um, one thing that I've decided in this season of my life that if anyone deserves my total honesty, it's God. Yeah. Um, and I think that. Um, sometimes we shy back from being completely honest. I know I have shied back from being a hundred percent just real and, and honest with God, because sometimes it feels like, is this wrong? Am I not having faith right now? Am I, you know, am I questioning his promises? Am I, you know what I mean? So, um, so just the opening of that song, that first, those first few lines of like, yeah, it's it's easy to say, oh, Jesus, I love you for everything you've done for me. and But staying there, I think it requires us to be honest, staying in that place and growing in intimacy with God, because really that's what worship is. Like it's it's a heart that desires, it's, it's, a, it's me and you that desire to just be face to face with God. Yeah. Um, and that it happens a lot through song, um, but it also happens through whatever way God, like whatever way I have the opportunity to wash someone's feet or yes. to, um, to, to serve someone, to just love someone like that's face to face with God, not because the person that you're serving is God, yes. but that's just, that's the heart of God. Yeah. Um, and anytime I get to walk in the heart of, as I walk in the heart of God more and more consistently, like that to me is just is is worship and sorry I feel like I'm rambling oh, and I'm no, going no. all over the place no, because good. I have so many no, thoughts. What you're saying is good. You know, <laughs> as you opened up, actually, like one of the scriptures that I had pulled from uh, was Psalms 139. It says, "Oh Lord, mm-hmm. you have searched me and known me." And like what you were saying is just like worshiping from a place of really being like fully known by God. Like you know, like I can be honest with you and like understand like. He knows me, but I think there's, like, a deeper level of intimacy, like, you know, and just, like, talking to God and, like, making yourself know mm-hmm. um, to him, like, and just, like, being honest with him, yeah. you know? And then, like, when you're able to worship from that place, um, like, I don't want to, like, it's probably, like, you know, the song that is everywhere, has been for all of 2018, but Reckless Love, like, right. um, I think we had talked about this one time, and just how that song, like, every time, like, I sing that song, like, I have to confront myself. Like I, I like I confronted. Like it's, yeah. it's convicting. Um, like and like you know like the the words like no wall you won't tear down. Like yeah. no no shadow you won't light yeah. up. I know this is probably out of order, but like just those words and um just like 
man, like God desires to know us mm-hmm. um, and for us to know him. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the ways we can do that is, is through worship. Yeah. And I don't think we can worship without, I don't think we can truly worship without being completely honest. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Jesus, when he's talking to the woman at the well, he's like, like the time's coming where my worshipers are going to worship me in spirit and in truth. Now that doesn't mean now that includes reading the scriptures and just, and and praying and and singing the scriptures. That's worship, living out the scriptures, like not just being a a hearer of the word, but doers, but also that includes singing what is true. And to me, those are the songs. And that's the type of like, when it comes to worshiping in song, um, that's the kind of life I want to live. Like that's the kind of worshiper I want to be. I just want to sing what's true. Yeah. I just want to live in what's true. And when we look at that, like I I hear Psalm one thirty nine in that song all the time. Yeah. Um, to me, that's it, it's it's true. Mm-hmm. Whether it specifically says Jesus or whether it specifically like it it may not. It doesn't. But that song is true. Yeah. And and I think that that's that's part of worshiping in spirit and in truth, like worship songs that just declare what's true. And yeah. and maybe it's not true for everybody, but there are heart songs that I have that are true for me. And sometimes they're not fluffy, fancy songs that are going to that are going to catch anybody else in the moment. But they're yeah. catching God because they're honest for me. And that's what worship is. Worship isn't yeah. about fame and it's not about catching people and leading people like worship yeah. is about leading yourself <laughs> into this place of of. um yeah, just being honest with God. Yeah. Cause because we have that permission. He's given us that permission. Um Yeah, and even in like Psalms one thirty nine, as David is talking about how much um like just the all like how amazing God is and mm-hmm. he's like, I can't even hide if I lay my bed in hell, like God, you're there with me. And um talking about how his thoughts towards him are more than mm-hmm. the sand on the sea and, and these things, but at the end of Psalms 139, he says, search me, oh God, mm-hmm. and and know my heart. Mm-hmm. Try me and know my thoughts. It's like this, like, um, kind of like this, like, a request for, like, God to know him and, like, mm-hmm. him, like, wanting to be made, made known to, to God. And, like, like to me, that is, like, the, like the essence of, like, worship and, you know, it's just walking in intimacy uh, mm-hmm. with God and, like, your desire for him to know you and to know him. And, like, that's mm-hmm. why I think, like, as worship like I, I I when I read this when I read the Psalms like anything I mean the Bible you can kind of like feel the emotion but especially in this one mm. um a, a lot of the things that that David writes you know right. it's, it's like kind of like we're getting a, a look into his personal journal mm-hmm. um and we get to walk and like see his emotions and I think this is one of the things we we talked about it's like there's so much emotion mm-hmm. um involved in um in worship and like mm-hmm. me, I like I'm on emotional worship. Like I was screaming at the top mm-hmm. of my lungs. I lift my hands. Like I love it. Yeah. Um, but then also there's it's just like I think in, when we're worshiping from a place of honesty, like worship, then begins to like change us yeah. as like we make ourselves known to Him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, truly, like I, I think the last time I had actually the question is like, how can I make sure that worship is not um, just an emotional experience mm-hmm. and it's more transformational. And you said, first, I think we have to remember that it's the Holy Spirit's job to transform us. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, it's his job. Mm-hmm. Um, my job is just to be honest. Mm-hmm. His job is to transform me. Um, and I believe that as I pour out my oil and I and as we pour out our oil, as we pour out like all the stuff that's in us, whether all the all the great stuff and all the not great stuff, the ugly stuff, the pretty stuff, like as we pour that out, like the Holy Spirit just begins to refill us. Um, and he's the one that transforms us. Yeah. So I think that when we're looking for like when it comes to worship being emotional i think how can it not be just how can worship not be emotional like we have access to god we get to the veil has been torn and we now get to enter into his throne room and we get to see him face to face and when we go there there's nothing but grace there's nothing but mercy there's nothing but love and kindness and generosity like when we when we understand like i have access i get to go behind the veil because of jesus because he tore the veil and now there's no separation anymore how can that not provoke something and like an emotional response i guess it's it's true. Yeah. And so I can, I'm allowed, we have permission to respond to that truth. We have permission to dance in that truth. We have permission to shout because of that truth. We have permission to weep because of that truth. Like, um, and so, and in that place, like where I'm, where, where I've gone, I'm behind the veil and I'm face to face with God. Like, how can we not be transformed? He will do the work. He will transform us. Um, it's not our job. It's just my job to to just go and be honest. Yeah. Um, so what would you say yeah. to someone who is like in a season of like you know they're they're being honest, um, you know not just not just with God but like the people around them, um, and they're still struggling. You know, um, I think worship is a powerful thing and it can carry us through. Um, mm-hmm. many tough seasons, um, especially with with struggles, whether that struggle is with sin, um, whether that struggle is with some uh, emotion such, or uh, mental illness, such mm-hmm. as like depression, mm-hmm. um, thoughts of suicide, mm-hmm. you know, um, rejection, like all these things, even um, sickness, like mm-hmm. cancer, like somebody going through a season like that, like how can worship carry us through those, those seasons? Yeah. I think worship is, for me, is, and for many, I believe, it just anchors you again. It, mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about just like, again, this isn't just about singing. Yeah. While singing what is true yes. is what, that's, my jam right there like I just sing what's true in the moment because I'm not always we don't bank on our emotions I don't bank on oh I feel great today so hey I'm gonna be healed I feel great today so you know I'm gonna praise because I feel great no 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 it's backwards that we have it backwards we actually we we praise we express our gratitude and our thankfulness and 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 we worship 
um, not based on our feelings, yes. not based on our emotions. We can have an emotional response, absolutely, but we we worship and we praise and we thank God because it's because we we're banking on what's true, on His character, on His nature. Yes. That's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Like right. I'm trusting God. I'm I'm not trusting in me. I don't have the power and that's ability good. to heal myself. I don't yeah. have the power and ability to get myself out of depression because I've got myself into it. I probably can't get myself out. I need Jesus. Like there's no like I. There's no sin that he can that he does not have power over. Yeah. There is no struggle that he does not have power and authority over. There's there's no mental um, illness. There's no sickness. There's no loneliness. There's no anxiety. There's nothing that Jesus doesn't have power over. And so when I sing what is true, and when I get to a place where I'm not banking on my emotions, I'm banking on my chips are all in to who yeah. God is and His character his nature, his promises, his word, his yes and amen. And so I'm just in seasons like that because we've all had seasons like that. And if you are a listener and you have not had a season like that, then anchor yourself right now. (laughs) (laughs) Anchor yourself and fill yourself up with so much truth um, because the season will come and um, and you're going to need to come back to that. Yeah. Right. So. Um, so, again, it's not banking on emotions. It's banking on the truth. So there have been seasons where like I've just for me personally just struggle with loneliness. Like and where did this even come from? I know loneliness is a lie. I'm never alone. He will never leave or forsake me. Like I know that's not true, but it's how I feel. Yeah. So what do I do? I just sing what's true. I sing that I'm not alone. I sing that he's faithful, that in every season he's with me, that like, I just sing what's true. Uh, And I'll go back, I go back to that a lot. Like, it's just my, it's just singing what's true. Um, And we look at the scriptures, like we know what, what worship did in the Old Testament, like what their assignment was. Mm -hmm. They went, they went before the army and the enemy got totally confused and started killing each other, and like that's what worship does, and mm-hmm. and and it's still true today. Like that's still what worship does. And what did they do? They just sat. They just sang out. Like the love of God endures forever. That was their battle cry. <laughs> like the love of God endures forever. Like He endures forever. His steadfast love, His faithful love, the love of God endures forever. That's what they did. That was their battle cry. And that because it's true. And so the enemy just completely scattered and got crazy and killed themselves and whatnot. Anyway, so I think that's still true for us today. Um, We maybe not, we don't face Amalekites and and, um, Philistines and stuff like that in the sense of, of, the way they did in the Old Testament, but yeah. we still have enemies that we face every day. Yeah. And so it still works though. Yeah. And it's not because it's not because you're always looking for what works, but it works. Yeah. Like it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you sing what's true. Yeah. And one of the things that you said um, that I just want to highlight is you said like worship is an emotional experience, but I can't worship based off, my emotions or like how I'm feeling in my moment in in that moment Mm -hmm. so if I'm not feeling like worshiping 
like I feel like that's the moment where I need to worship. Mm-hmm. Um, or or I'm not just, I'm not gonna go to church today. I don't feel like that's what I need to go. Or I don't feel like reaching out and I'm struggling. Like that's mm-hmm. when you need to to mm-hmm. reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, in those moments, like I can't be led by my my, my emotions. Um, and I can't be driven by them. Like I have to be driven by truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to add on that, like I would say that. Uh, one of the things that I've been really like seeing in scripture is like how worship is just our response to God. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's numerous places in the New Testament where people were healed and out of response that they left leaving and jumping with joy. Mm-hmm. Um, or when God would do a great miracle and people would just worship, you know, um, there's places in scripture where something would happen and said, and they give a shout of praise, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just like our response. Um, I think, uh, I think, I think it's Louis Giglio. who says um, that worship is just giving um, God his breath back or something mm-hmm. like something to that effect, you know, um, which is, you know, again, just like that response to him and, and who he is and, and what he's done. Like, even when it comes to, something like finances, right? What I do with that, like how I, how I respond with that in, in, in my giving and not just the tithe, like, you know, mm-hmm. but in just being a generous person, like mm-hmm. that's worship mm-hmm. um, because I'm sharing the heart of God and, and, and who he is yeah. and being generous. Uh, so with that question, like how do we worship God outside of, you know, like a Sunday service? Mm-hmm. So when I look at like, um, I, I love the book of Leviticus. <laughs> I used to not love it. I used, honestly, I'm going to keep it real. I used to just put it on the Bible, like turn the Bible app on to go to sleep. and just have it. <laughs> I would specifically put it on Leviticus or like numbers just so I could fall asleep. <laughs> Jesus. Thank God for your, thank you for your grace. Um, <laughs> so um, but I really love the book of Leviticus because it teaches us how that worship is not just like songs, but it teaches the true heart of worship and the yeah. true purpose of worship. And it's that covenant with God and service. Like it's yeah. serving. Yeah. Um, that's the the Levites, like they were servants of the Lord. Um, the royal priesthood is which we have been brought into and we are like it's service to the Lord. So practical. I'm just, just real practical serve. (laughs) Like you volunteer, you serve at your church at your local church, um, uh, serve at an organization, like serve your neighbors. Like I think that, um, in our culture, we have turned worship into like, like you go, you can go to, um, you can go to Amazon or YouTube or something, and you can look up like a genre yeah. worship and gospel. Like, mm-hmm. like worship isn't really a genre. Like, <laughs> the gospel's not a genre. Um, it's life. Like, this is yeah. life. That's we cool. live the gospel. We live worship. It's what we're made for. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I worship you because I'm fearfully wonderfully made. I'm made for this. Yeah. Um, so, 
so practically speaking, like we can't allow our culture to let us think that like worship is something that we only do at church or it's only something that we do with flags and with singing and stuff. Like worship is actually our lifestyle. So outside of the walls of the church, like how am I serving? Um, how am I, how's God transforming my heart? Or how am I letting him transform my heart so that I'm loving my neighbor as myself? Um, I'm doing practical, like being a doer of the word, not just a hearer. Um, those are ways that I think it's just real practical. Like it's just, yeah, yeah just get out, like serve. Um, so, um, sorry, I didn't finish that thought. I'm like, um, that, 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 no. So one of the things you do, you're you're a worship leader right. at our church. Um, you have been for a few years, so you've been leading worship, you know, every Sunday um, for the past four or five, four or five, five? Over four years. Yeah. Over four years, yeah. We're in our fifth year now. Um, so how do you, I guess, like, lead others in worship? Like, how do you do that? Like, I know you said, like, you're leading yourself in worship, but... How do you prepare yourself and lead others in worship? And, um, you know, uh, yeah, explain that. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I, while my title is a worship leader, um, my dependency for leading people is totally Holy Spirit. Like ultimately he's, he's the worship leader. He loves to glorify Jesus. Yeah. Like, and so I ultimately he's the worship leader. Um, in leading, like, I think it's one of the greatest rewards when you can lead greatest rewards. I don't know if that's the way I want to say it, but it's, it is a great reward and it's so like fulfilling when the church together enters into a place of corporate worship and you get to experience this collective, like um, just this collective sound. Um, For example, like when you go to, I'm I'm trying to stay, stay on your question, just follow me here. So if I go to an elevation worship conference or concert or whatever, meeting. If I go to a um, Hillsong worship meeting, if I go to a Bethel worship meeting, uh, you know, sons and daughters, whatever, uh, like everyone is there. Everyone who goes there is like, they know why they're there. Like it's a worship conference. It's a worship meeting. We know why we're here. Right. And so while it's still beautiful and it is and it is amazing and um and and God just fills us up so much and and it's wonderful those times are needed um i just find so i find it so beautiful when you have people who are coming to your local church from right outside the doors that are broken that have had a rough week they're not particularly there for worship they're actually there because they're tired and they're sick and they're um they're they're at like the end of their rope and like they're lost and they're seeking and when when together we can come knowing that there are people that that 
in our congregation, in our local church on that morning or on that evening or whatever, that um, that are experiencing that type of like, I don't know, they're just at that place and yet they can engage in worship. That to me is like so much more amazing yeah. and so much more, more miraculous than, than when I'm going someplace to worship because that's what, that I know that I'm doing that. Is this making sense? Yeah. So back to how you lead or how I lead, I depend on the Holy Spirit 100%. <laughs> Um, and I take risks like sometimes, and, and you know what, sometimes you, and sometimes you like, kind of like, feel like, mm, I kind of missed the mark on that one, Lord. But ultimately like you, you take risks in leading people, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and what I mean by that is like, sometimes during worship or during that time, like I feel I'll, I'll I'll, I'll get a verse or I'll get a sense or like a picture of something during the time of worship and um, just start to sing that out Yeah. again, not be, because I'm singing what's true. And that's my goal. My goal is always to sing what's true. And I don't know what people are carrying when they come into the, into the room, when they come into that Sunday morning um, or Wednesday evening, whenever, like we don't know what they're carrying, but God does. And God wants to meet people right where they are. Yeah. Um, so while worship is for him, sometimes there are things that need to break off of us in order for us to actually get to that place where we can offer him something, where we can bring him a gift. Yeah. And so as I approach like worship leading, again, trusting and relying on the Holy Spirit, even not just the prayer time beforehand, but it's also, also throughout that set that you've set aside that's 30 minutes or 25 minutes or 18 minutes, whatever. It's listening and engaging with God and and um and taking risks even in those in those times so that um so that as you're lifting Christ up and lifting up um yeah just singing what is true. Um for some people in our congregations, like what's true for them is that they're burdened. What's true for them is that they're hurting. What's true for them is that they just got a diagnosis of something that is that is defeating. Like what's true for them is that their kids are crazy or something. You know what I mean? So we we sing what's true, and that's that's my heart. That's my desire. Oh, it's just to sing what's true, and and I'll, and just. depend on the Holy Spirit and not just give him like permission, but like access. Yeah. Like it's different. I think those two things are different. Like, okay, I'm allowing you to come in. No, no, no. I'm just opening myself up. That's yeah. access. Yeah. Permission is like, okay, Jesus, I'm going to, or okay, Holy Spirit, I'm just going to let you into this one room here. But access is like, mm -mm, I'm opening myself up. And I don't know if that answers the question. Yeah, I th yeah. Just to piggyback on that, like, um, I think that goes back to that. I don't feel like it thing, like yeah. you mentioned. Like, I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel like I just don't feel like it. Um, and 
while, yeah, like, okay, when you don't, but it's hard to get in that mindset of like, okay, I don't feel like it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Like once you, for, for most people, once you get in your funk of like, mm yeah. no, I'm just not doing it. I'm just not going there. It's really hard to convince yourself to get out. Like you can't do that ourselves. Um, and so one of, I think that what's important is coming back to like knowing that God is here with me in this moment. And while I'm all in my feelings, um, he has he has the truth that I need in this moment. Mm-hmm. He has the thing that my heart needs in this moment, that my soul, my spirit needs in this moment. Yeah. And so one of the things that I think we try to do is often just pick ourselves up. And there's there's times for that. There's definitely like, you know what, pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you just, you just got to keep it moving and you, and you just got to go do what you know you got to do. But then there's also times of like, God, just come and be here with me because this is hard, whatever it is. Or this is like, just come and be here with me. Um, And I think that's, that's what God wants. Like, yeah, he's cheering us on when we're like, you know what? I got to keep it moving. Let's go. Jesus, all the way. Let's do this. Go ahead. And and we, we, yeah, like the Holy Spirit rises up inside of us and gives us like this roar sometimes where we're like, um, keep it moving. But if we just, if we get in the habit of that, then I think that we're, we get into a habit of striving and then it just becomes work and then it just becomes, um, I have to do this rather than I get to do this. I want to do this. I want to be with God. I want to. Um, I want to just be face to face with you right now in the midst of my ugly, in the midst of this hard, in the midst of this messy, like in the midst of my funk. Like, I just I want to be with you right now. Um, and sometimes we have to tell ourselves until like our faith catches up. Like, I want to be with God. Like, and one of the things I encourage people to do, what I do myself, I preach the gospel to myself. Like, I have to. Yeah. Because when I don't feel like worshiping, like, it's the gospel that's going to get me back on track. Jesus loves me. He died for me. He is all powerful. He is mighty. He's my conquering king. And this funk that I'm in, he defeated it on the cross. And he's going to lead me beside still waters and restore my soul. He anoints my head with oil. And 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 that's where you that's where you gotta that's where you gotta go. But that takes practice and that takes intentionality. And there is a part of us that when we are so caught up in our feelings and in our funk and in, I don't feel like doing this. I just don't want to, um, that sometimes we just need to knock it off. Let's just be honest. We need to knock it off. Um, (laughs) um, but also there's, there's the other side of that where it's like this beautiful invitation of like, God, just come here with me right now. And then trusting that he is going to lead us besides the waters and he's going to restore our soul because he's anointed our head with oil. Um, I think um, one of the, the the things that, uh, well, one of the passages in scripture that keeps coming to mind as you're talking is um, he inhabits the prison of his people, you know, um, and that's like. If you know me, like you probably hear me mm-hmm. quote it all. Like mm-hmm. I say it all the time. <laughs> that is like my go-to thing. Like, like God is in this place. He inhabits the praises of His people. 
you know, but like in all reality, like I, I heard it broken down what he was saying. Like another translation is he's enthroned mm-hmm. on the praises of his people. So it's like in my circumstance, in my situation, when my response to the trials, to the to the sickness, to the struggle, whatever I'm going through, when my response is worship, you know, it's like he's enthroned, like it's creating a, a throne for him yeah. to come in yes. and sit and reign That's in so that good. situation yep. and like like I really love that. Like I'm always quoting yeah. it, always saying it. And yeah. it's 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 really encouraging for me. Um, one of those things that I, I remind myself of, um, and it, it's gotten me through some some really tough times. Um, another way I think we can express worship is just through gratitude. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, I think gratitude is different than saying you're thankful for something. Like gratitude is like I'm look I'm being intentional about mm-hmm. looking for the things in my life that I'm blessed with, mm-hmm. um, and I, in expressing my gratitude. It, it really, um, when I'm looking for things that I'm grateful for and expressing gratitude, I really can't deny that God is moving in my life. Mm-hmm. And it, it allows me to see how he's moving, which to me sparks worship mm-hmm. in my heart. One of the the things about worship, I, 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 I think it's in uh, this book. It's called Just Like Jesus by Max Lucado. And long story short, he explains worship as, Basically, you're getting into an airplane, right? And the worship leader is the flight attendant, but the Holy Spirit is the pilot. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that, like, takes us into that mm-hmm. that atmosphere, you know, mm-hmm. up into the next level. And mm-hmm. he's talking about how, like, worship is taking us up. Mm-hmm. And it really, like, allows us to see life from a, from a different level, a different yeah. perspective. I love me some Max Lucado. That's good. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's great. So um, we go over one final thing here. Uh, I think I had sent you something about a challenge. So <laughs> if, uh, if you're willing to accept the challenge, I think what we can do is just uh, maybe you could bless us with some spontaneous worship, mm. a song. For, like, <laughs> it doesn't have to be long. Yes. I'll sing, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm just going to sing what's true. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My heart will sing what is true. I am loved by you. I will sing what is true. I am loved by you. I will sing what is true. Jesus, I'm so loved by you. I will sing what is true. I'm so loved by you. Oh, Lord, you're beautiful, so beautiful. You welcome me into the holy place, and I get to see you face to face. 
And there is mercy and kindness in your eyes for me. You welcome me into the holy place. And I get to see you face to face. There's only love, there's only kindness in your eyes for me. And how I love you. Standing in mercy and in truth. How I love you. I'm standing on mercy and on your truth. Oh, how I love you. I'm standing on mercy and your truth. Jesus, I love you. I love you, Lord. So before we close, is there anything else you would like to say? Yeah. Just sing what's true. (laughs) Sing what's true. God will work out the theology and God will work out your, God will work all that out. The Holy Spirit will work all that out. Just sing what's true. Um, and maybe you're not a singer. Maybe you're a musician. Maybe you're, um, maybe you're an artist, a, a painter, a dancer. Uh, maybe you just, maybe that creative, um, arts in you isn't as it's not all just about that you just love the word rehearse what's true just rehearse what's true sing what's true dance to what's true um yeah yeah just sing what's true amen well thank you guys for joining us for today's podcast Yous are awesome for listening to all my ranting and 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 circles. Thank you, Jesse, for inviting me. <laughs> Anytime. Can't wait to do it again.